The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on TV. Hey everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Welcome, we're glad you're listening. Fucking welcome. Yeah, welcome. I'm glad you chose... (laughs) Our little podcast to listen to. Whatever you're doing. If you love true crime, you love dumb bitches, then this is the podcast for you. We got all of that right here. We sure do. How was your week? Um, it was fine, I think. We didn't even see each other at all. We didn't at all. We didn't even get together on the weekend. I didn't see you at all for a long time. Since last Monday. My deep depression has kept me home. Yeah. You're turning into me. Yeah. Except I'm not turning into you. I'm just still. <laughs> I've turned inward yes, and refused to leave my home. Yes. I enjoy refusing to leave my home. Yeah. Um, but you don't. No. So this I is troubling. I love being out yeah. in, the ro- in the world. So everyone thinks I'm losing my mind, which maybe I am. I don't know. Sometimes you just can't. Yeah. You just can't. You got to take a break. And my then kids, it comes back. It's yeah, all right. My kids are really needy right now. And I know people think that's dumb, but like, I would rather them not think I'm an alcoholic maniac. You don't want them to know the truth? I don't. <laughs> You're hiding the truth I from them? I do not want them to know. So I need to tame it down a little well, bit. Well, that's fine. And I also am in a little bit of a funk. And yeah. I just want to yes. stay in my bed a lot. That's fine. So thank you assholes for staying with me they're they're so lovely yeah. they, they don't really care are if i'm going through a thing well no they, they take us, us at our worst yeah. which is our they sure do our, which is yeah, our every our, week our, podcast yeah, exactly that's what and i'm trying they to say still laugh i don't i know, know why that's but. good i'm glad we could at least bring something into the world so thank you yeah our hatred of what we do here is just find cases where you know damn well the husband killed the wife because who else would it's come on it's exactly what you would expect of course and anyone who says otherwise is a dumb fuck and if you actually get murdered by someone that's not your spouse well that's i mean that's rare unfortunate yeah and shitty it's gonna be hard to track that one i know those ones are real shitty. Kind of like the book in our book club. Yeah, totally. For tomorrow. For tomorrow. I'm excited because right. I like that book. If you're listening, this is coming out on the 31st. Uh, it's my daughter's 11th birthday. That's right. I keep thinking it was today. Yeah, my thought, little oh, Weezy. Yeah. No, it's her birthday tomorrow. She's turning 11. And then we're going to have book club. Right. And I read the book. You did. Yeah, From you beginning did. You did. I'm not one of those bitches who fakes. No, you read. You read. Yeah, I read it. You're a reader. I read the whole goddamn thing. I, I enjoyed it. Still life. 
Yeah. Is what it was called by right. Louise Penny. Right. So read so it quick. If you're a fan, <laughs> read it quick. <laughs> read it before tonight. Okay. Good luck. And your mark gets that go. All right. We have some new Patreons. No, we don't. Yeah. Some might have just re upped because of the new year or whatever, because I recognize the names. But okay. then I'm like, do I recognize them from our Facebook group or Patreon? I don't remember anymore. They're all friends of- to us. Um, first off, though, is Jamie's aunt and uncle, Tom and Ginny. No. Yes. They have been huge listeners and supporters, and they are very funny. And they are not like Jamie at all, and they're actually charming <laughs> and delightful. Yes. Um, but so thank you so much. I hope and now That's I should be amazing. further embarrassed at every family get together. Yeah. Because the Patreons are so tragically embarrassing. Yeah. Um, like the one hairline where we never even said the crime or I, any part of the resolution. And then or you who did it. Passed out in the And bathtub. then I just went hey, <laughs> and that was pretty much the whole thing and we Uh, apologize but we'll take your money yeah tom and jenny yeah i'm we are embarrassed yep um patricia hobson thank you i thought i remember saying patricia Uh hobson jessica robertson Uh uh-huh and allison dm Aww. These lovely ladies, I recognize their names. So, I, um, thank you. Anyway, so thank you so much, much Allison and, and Jessica gentlemen. and Patricia and Tom and Ginny. That's the, the cutest best. couple. It's just the best couples that listen to true crime together are just the best. Wouldn't that be nice? What's it be nice too? I don't. I to don't be know supported what that's like. by a husband. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either. Mine just says, hey, Jabba the slut, go get me a beer. Oh. And then I go and get him a beer. Mine says, um, I hate everything about you. And then I say, <laughs> have you even listened to my podcast once? And he's like, no, why the fuck would I? And then I was like, I love being married to you. <laughs> this seems like the best relationship ever. And I'm so glad. Oh. That I well, can't get out of it. Is Judge Wapner still alive? Quickie, <laughs> <laughs> to people's court divorce. Who is that fool that interviewed outside Judge Wapner? Llewellyn. Was that yeah, his first Doug name or last name? Doug, Doug Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Is Doug yep. Llewellyn available? <laughs> and Judge Wapner to come over for a quick divorce. How is Doug Llewellyn stuck in my brain? I don't know. And like, how did I, I remember that? I literally can't remember. Good God. The shit. shit in there. No, I can't remember words because of my COVID no, brain and heart. And but then I Doug remember Llewellyn. Doug Llewellyn. No. You remember Doug. I just remember Llewellyn. Oh, my God. <laughs> fucker who interviewed all those dumb fuckers. <laughs> Here comes another dumb fucker out of oh, the courtroom. I guess I better ask him a question. The judge's ruling. So, um, that neighbor's pig that bit off your nutsack. How do you um, feel? How about, do you feel about this judgment that it was your fault? <laughs> Wapner yeah. leaving the pig alive. Yes. Um and it was two L's. It was, yeah, it was. LL. It was Llewellyn. Yeah, it was Llewellyn. weird. Yeah. Um, anywho. I'm gonna see what's happening with Doug Llewellyn. Yeah, see, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's passed. All right, keep talking. Um my Facebook funny. We do have a Facebook group oh, and yeah. an Instagram. Please and, join. Yeah. It's always the um, husband podcast cast group carmen lynn sent and tagged me so i saw it so I, but i laughed so hard she sent the 
the bra because of my shopping or online shopping and my corpse shopping. Mm-hmm. Did you see that bra? It was supposed to be a nighttime bra, but it was like if you just took some sort of sack that like you would put on elephant's balls <laughs> or whatever yes! and put it on your chest. Now that you're saying it, I remember and it was it. just like a sack kind of like it was like one of those bullet like Marilyn Monroe would have, but it was starchy, pointy on Marilyn Monroe. But yeah. if you like took that out and it was just a saggy piece of shit. Yeah. And the woman in it was like just smiling, like, where would you wear this saggy piece of shit? But I guess it was a night bra. But then why would you just wear, what? why would you just get a sports bra or something? Why would you buy this weird, like, potato sack boob bra? It was horrific. It and did- then I ordered 17. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered one in every color. No, it didn't even... It didn't make any kind of sense. No. Like, the person who designed that was high and drunk. Yeah. Bath salts. Yeah. Bath salts and Jankum drunk, it too. Head to Terrible. Be. Did you see any Facebook funny? Um, I feel like I didn't really look at Facebook. What's me last year? Or last year? Book, last week. This week, I was really busy. It was the end of the quarter semester and the start of the new one, and I was a horrible Facebooker. I feel yeah. like I saw some stuff and laughed, but like I don't remember. Nothing really sticks out in my mind. There's and some I good am stuff. sorry, and I'm a poor podcast you host are. for not even looking. You are. But I just found out that this Doug shitbag. Llewellyn... Yeah, is he passed? Was, no. Oh, no. He He's still alive? was born no. in 1938, and he is about... 84 years old. Is he still kicking it with a big He's kicking it microphone? and hitting it. He's got He's a hitting it and quitting it. Microphone. He has uh his hair. No. It looks like his hair is still in full effect. So congrats, no. Doug. I, I'm surprised, Doug. I'm glad. I'm glad you're still here. Yeah, and it's L L E W E L Y N. I remember looking at that name and thinking, what the hell? Did no one tell him, like, take a stage name? No. The Llewellyns are a proud people. <laughs> <laughs> They're a proud people. He was not, like, super attractive either. How did he well, catch no. this job? I don't know. Maybe he gave handies hmm. to the court people or something, and he got hired. I guess. To the, what do you call, the bailiff. He was a hand, bailiff yeah. handier. Yeah. A fluffer for the bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Doug Llewellyn. This is all extremely, um, what is it? Is what it's inappropriate. Yeah, inappropriate. And probably false and, and a false bunch and of lies. Derogatory, or I don't know what the word is. We are all for you, Doug. Um, We're sorry. Alleged handier to bailiffs. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, do you have a glitter this week or no? I do. Well, oh. I also had a hard time with this, but I forgot that I had been using this for a while and I really love it. It's called Julep. Oh. Is that a Gina Tay project? It is close oh. to Gina Tay, but I refuse to put like spend time on makeup anymore because I'm so hideous that it doesn't even make sense to spend time on it. It's like trying so, to put eyeshadow on a poop. Exactly. <laughs> so not true this at all. <laughs> julep eyeshadow is like a stick, 
Because I can't be bothered to like use a brush. With- the stick eyeshadow is the best it's the thing shit. ever. And Julep is inexpensive. Like I've spent like $30 on a stupid palette or whatever. Like eye pencil draw on eyeshadow and juleps are like eleven dollars well, elf each. has some too and they're really really yes, good and elf ones aren't bad but the yeah. juleps are really once in a while the julep will like fall out of the stick which is annoying but all in all i think it it, it goes on much smoother than the elf i still like the elf it's yeah. fine but this is just good. Like a That's little good bit um more upscale and really gorgeous colors i love the pearl shimmer Pearl Shimmer. And the Taupe Shimmer are my two favorite colors from Julep. You can get it at Etsy. You can get it on Amazon. And it's the shit. That's good to know. Because I do like the stick. It's and way Julep. easier. Julep.com. It's J-U-L-E-P. Is it at Target? <laughs> I don't know if it's at Target. Oh. I just... I first bought it at Ulta. Oh, and then. Okay. Yeah, and now you can get it on Amazon. Well, good. That's good yeah. to know. The I the stick is the stick's the way to go for a lazy fat ass. It is. It is. And it they look fine, and you just yeah. smear them with your finger, and it's and you're looks done. the same. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What's yours? Mine Tripper is getting bigger. Yeah. He's a big ass. He, he's not even four months yet, and he's a big boy. Yeah. I mean, he's a big. I don't know. He might. He's gonna be big. Mm-hmm. So he grew out of his tiny baby collar. So I ordered from Etsy a collar from a shop. And it's from Canada, Toronto, Canada. Oh, Canada. It's called Angie and Allie by Angie. Cute. So it's Angie and Allie by Angie. Angie. Okay. Um, And I got him a little Harry Potter themed collar. Mm. And Jamie was like, God god that's nerdy but i enjoy it and i think he looks cute as a bug and you can um and just right on the buckle is his name and my number and stuff so i don't need an extra tag for that it's just oh, engraved right on that's the buckle nice yeah. yeah and it's nice and kind of thicker okay um i'll have to take a look at it i just like petted him a little bit and tried to make him it's cute yeah. there's all sorts of okay. harry potter icons on it i mean yeah i mean auto jamie got auto a carhartt collar and it's, it looks cool it's he really belongs thick. in my trades yeah but it's like a it's not just a snap together you actually have to like put prongs in and back and it's just a huge pain in the ass Ugh. but he looks cool I okay um i just wanted a cute nerdy collar for right. my little boy but it's adorable so thank you and it came from canada Oh, nice. Um, Just like our book for book book club, if we didn't mention it. Yeah. Okay. Canada, too. Um, We did a dateline, and there were two reasons I actually picked this dateline that I'll go over. Two reasons. So if you do listen to date, watch dateline or listen to dateline podcast, which is fabulous, everyone should. The best. Or date with dateline. Katie and Kimberly. I listened who are to also this one on Date with Dateline too. Fabulous. Yeah. Yep. You've heard this story before, and we're sorry, but again, there's a very important reason why I picked this one, um, which you'll find out. I don't know at the end. First of all, the husband is a cross-eyed dumbass. I can't eat the, the eyes on this husband. The eyes on this husband that. 
alarming. And we're on his childhood pictures. Yeah. Those dick ass parents did nothing to help no. that eye. They needed I to mean, patch it there up. There was an eye in Washington, D.C. and Hawaii. Yeah. One was in D.C. taking a tour and the other was actually having a luau in Hawaii. I felt like they were both zoned in on like Louisiana. They together. both would go cross. They were both looking and into <laughs> nouns. So then every once in a while they both went and had a beignet or whatever they are. And nouns. They had a beignet. Yeah. And then beignet. Be- ben- and then one would go yeah. to Alaska and the other yeah. one would still be on in nouns. So listen to the rest of the podcast for more about this guy's fucked up eyes and I mean, the I, other reason why we're telling well, the story. Well, and there's another reason. Yeah. I, there's So there's three. Oh, there's three? Yes. The oh. eyes weren't even one of my reasons because oh, I didn't oh. know about the eyes oh, until I okay. watched it. Yeah. No, but the eyes are alarming. Oh, so Talk alarming. about Disneyland and Disney World. Yeah. Yep. Good God. <laughs> How did it get anything done? How do you drive a car? How did when he... one eye is wayward and the other one is how do you Wayward fall in ho. love with something like that? I don't that? know. Where like, do you look at it? What eye is looking at what? When you s- are you looking at my tits or are you looking in the back room? Are you looking at one nipple and one nipple only? Is that what this is about? Or when you're listening to the song, look into my eyes and you will see. Like it's prom in 1993 and you're like, I can't look into your eyes because they're both looking at my nose. I... I I, and not I don't know what you do. I don't either. And there wasn't one good picture of this fellow Ooh. with his eyes looking forward. No. I mean, one might be kind of, and the other one was like, no. the other one hitched a ride to no. Mankato. <laughs> sleepy Eye. Like the one was going angles. to Sleepy Eye. Yep. Yep. And the other one stayed in Walnut Grove. They moved on to Sleepy Eye. So this dateline is called The Secrets of Birch View Drive. Mm-hmm. Birchview Drive. We're going to 2015. Do you want to know some of the dumbass things going around in 2015? I do. One thing, do you remember that dumbass, was it on Instagram or Facebook, and it had that ugly dress, and everyone said, do you see the dress is gold and white? Or do you see the dress is black and blue? Yes. I saw it as gold and white. I think I saw the blue. And... What does that mean about us? I don't know. What did they ever say about that? There was something, but I remember that being a huge thing. Yeah. Um, Kylie Jenner, which I feel like her best face was her 2015 face. <laughs> her current look, did you see her in the fashion shows where she wore the black dress with the I giant lion ass head on yeah. her tits? Why was she wearing that? <sighs> I don't know. And then she's made her ass and thighs so huge that mm. she had to redesign the dress the black part and not the lion head part to fit her huge ass yeah i've just never ass. been that impressed with kylie i don't um, know but her 2015 face i liked i thought it was well done she should have stopped there but she was dating tyga and mm. i feel like her brain i feel like she might have a very severe case of poop brain and there is not a cure no and so when we've have, never not one that we've known. No. And when you have poop brain, you do shitty things mm-hmm. like date Tyga, mm-hmm. who looks like a really shitty person. And didn't he have a baby with someone else with at her the same time? 
with lover black china yes who was dating her brother rob i mean it's all fucked oh that was and kylie was tyga's babysitter so who knows how Poor inappropriate choices. it was yeah. i don't know anyway they're all fucked and they're all worth <sighs> billions and they don't give two shits nope. what i say so they can just fart yeah. away just fart away to the bank <laughs> <laughs> their giant ass fart away you do you farty <laughs> you dumbass bitch <laughs> anywho um terrible terrible hurtful breakups were blake shelton and miranda oh, lambert, lambert who is now married to her cop, cop? husband yeah. still i guess i don't and know he's good married for her to gwen stefani and he's married to gwen stefani who that same year broke up with gavin rosdale well he deserved it yeah. he was fucking their nanny left well, and right everybody man woman he just humped it humped away he was Good. Out of all of the singers of that era, he was by far the best looking. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He just was, he liked his wang to wander mm-hmm. far yeah. and wide. Yeah. Um, ben Affleck, what Jennifer Garner, do? they broke up. Mm. That was kind of devastating. Yeah. But she, I think, just well, said, she couldn't go take fuck it off. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. I got shit to do and I got too many kids. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner was on the cover of Vanity Fair, becoming Caitlyn Jenner. Was this right when she transitioned? Yes. Okay. And good for you, Caitlyn, but you're still a total asshole. Yeah, I, I agree. A massive asshole. Yeah. And annoying. And suck it. Yeah. Leah Remini started shitting all over Scientology. And breaking I loved free, it. And she's awesome for doing that. Um, Justin Bieber had a nude scandal. I don't recall it. And I'm glad I didn't see it. Hmm. I mean, why was he nude? I don't know. Like just were some nudes? nudes? Like, who I cares? don't know. Maybe someone okay. took pictures of him nude. I mean, huh. he's what? Five, four and 111 pounds. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I would need to get uh, binoculars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was this the year Bobby Christina passed? Oh, I don't know. I think I wrote Bobby Christina and then I didn't finish. I was like, oh, maybe that was it. Um, well, she was either alive yeah. or dead or a little of both. Yeah. Poor thing. What were we dancing to in this shit year? Um, the number one song was Bruno Mars Uptown. Oh, that was that. Up. Yep. God, shit. But it seems like yesterday. It totally does. Weird. When I wrote down all the songs, I was like, um, yeah. I. It wasn't like last week's when I was like, what the fuck are these songs? Yeah, and all the 2007 um, high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know all these and songs. And then they're like, what? Those are my jams. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. I was dead this year. Not one well, of them Well, we had rang little kids and we were watching uh-huh. Hannah Montana. But this year, I totally got it. It was Uptown Funk. Um, one of my faves and an awesome video with the dancing was thinking out loud. Honey, we oh, found yeah. love right where we are. Ed Sheeran. Um, Sugar by Maroon 5. Yeah. Remember that? Sugar. Yeah. Uh, shut up and dance with me. Right. Taylor Swift's I got a blank space, baby. Oh. And I write your name. And the most annoying song of all time. Watch me whip. Oh, no. And By watch Willow? me nay, nay. Oh. It, Do you think that's worse than Cotton Eye Joe? No. No. Cotton I mean, Eye yes. Joe, I mean, yes. You do? 
I think it's worse than Cotton Eye I Joe. always like compared song horrible songs to Cotton Eye Joe. Like, is it worse than this? Yeah, that's worse. Or is it better? Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's what we were hanging out to. Right, making out play to. all that dumb shit yeah. now. Um, I know you lie. Your lips are moving. Oh. I like Megan Trainer, so yeah, she's having another baby. I think it really? was just announced. Good for her. Or her first one or another one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um. Hmm. All right, so this is season thirty-one, mm-hmm. episode thirteen. It's a newie. You have to watch it. Yeah, on it Peacock. is new. Yeah, and Peacock. Yep. Um. Secrets of Birchview Drive. We're going to travel to Connecticut, which I have never been. Have you been? Nor have I. In a town called Ellington. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, it's a rich bitch town. Yeah. Because every house was a mansion house that had a huge acreage yard. And it was like this they lovely. Really did. They were huge yards. Lovely, like, boulevard yeah street the houses were beautiful they weren't even like on a block really no, there was looks... like a road and yeah. they were all like nestled back yeah kind it was of, just like lanes. a country yeah. looking but beautiful kind of in the town yeah. yes it just looks very lovely and anyone who lived there it seems you're very lucky yeah it seems like a beautiful beautiful neighborhood and we see a photo of a woman. Well, first off, we're introduced to three best friends, mm-hmm. Darlene, Piaggy, and Connie DeBate. It can't get any worse Darlene, than Darlene, Piaggy, and, and Connie. <laughs> Good God, those names. No, they were not 80, you guys. No, they were. Th- she was, Connie was 39. Yeah, they so were she's my they're age. our age. Yeah. Cripe. Um. Connie DeBate was a lovely redheaded woman. In every picture, I feel like her friends did her right because in every picture, she looked good. Her mm-hmm. friends did not in mm-hmm. some of these pictures. They were lovely people in person, mm-hmm. but they picked pictures where she looked the best. And I thought that is a good friend. That is a good friend. She had blue eyes that were st- stunningly beautiful. This Connie and she was always smiling and always looked happy and all of her pictures are laughing and cutting, hugging her friends yeah. and just look like a super like fun lady. These bitches would have been our friends. They would have been. I yeah. feel like they would. I feel like they were kind of tell wild. a good yeah. dick joke and take yeah. a good dick joke and not be like, oh my god, you're so gross. They didn't really like obviously divulge any of their secrets but i could tell they were a good time they weren't gonna say a big crotch stink joke to andrea i mean we would maybe we would have we would have for sure like yeah apologize for our terrible crotch stench the minute we sat down (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's me and yes it's bad andrew was (laughs) like what do you call yourselves and they were like well we're either the three musketeers or what was the, the other three one? amigos the three amigos oh, we, like, yeah three amigos we would have been we're the hungry hungry hippos or just the fat cunts yeah <laughs> i was gonna say like what are our text messages we're bill cosby's victims bill, yeah one of ours which is, is bill, horrible bill cosby's victim one of ours is george washington's finest horses yes i heard they were very fine yes. horses um Hop on this dick is yep. another one of our Terrible. text messages. Andrea wouldn't have approved. 
We could never sell that on Dateline. No. They would have bleeped our shit out. Yeah, they would have said, ladies, get out of here. Yeah. You're just gross, gross this pigs. This is too much. Oh, anyway, they used to, these three amigos, or um, as we would have been fat cunts, yeah. um, just used to barge into three each Three fat cunts, <laughs> three fat cunts, see how they run, see and how we're the, they run. The FCs, yeah. um, yep. when the FCs would meet, they would just run into each other's homes and just yes. say, where are you, bitch? And when yeah. I like that. I did too. They just were like around each other's families yeah. and felt comfortable with each other's families and kids and homes and just... I mean, you would have to be a friend because yeah. I, 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 if my neighbors did that, I would be very uncomfortable. Right. And I didn't wasn't their friend. But if my friends did that, I don't give two shits. No, I walk into your house every yes. week. Well, yeah. and I expect that. Yeah. Um, so we get to December 23rd, right before Christmas time, which makes us even Sadder. shittier. Shittier. And I don't yeah. even care about Christmas anymore. <laughs> um, 2015, December 23rd. So Connie, oh, it wasn't Connie at the sink. It was probably Peggy. Peggy's at her sink doing God knows mm-hmm. what, doing the dishes or something. Um, and she looks at her window, and this is the morning. And she sees, like, cops everywhere with mm-hmm. guns out. Like, big guns. Guns blazing. And they're more rifles. coming. And they're Dogs. like, yeah. Every, all these cops are coming, more coming. She's seeing the lights, the sirens are going, whoop, whoop and coming mm-hmm. into the yard um and she's freaking out and wondering what the hell is going on in there in her yard they're around connie's yard and darlene um darlene's yard and they all live mm-hmm. close together so they're all in this area they're like but in kind a triangle of, yeah but yeah. centering a bit on connie debates house and her husband rick with their two little boys um the debate house is getting the most of it because there was a 911 call where it was pretty much this. I need help. And then a hang up. <laughs> I need help. Hang up. That was the dumbest 911 call ever. I need help. Yep. Need and help. when you, I, I just, the, I, I couldn't handle one moment of this. I just was a enraged. Right. Like, I can't. Um, right and here's away, where hate. we see a family picture. And I wrote, like, the eyes. Mm. His eyes. He, he knew where the camera was. So, I mean, he, one eye kind of was looking towards the camera, but the other eye was just its own, like, broken, like a like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic that's just yeah, like broken and flailing yeah. all over. And it's just flying and going in another direction. So he can't help it. It's obviously a like a lazy eye. But why didn't he have this repaired as a child? Because you look at it, the photographs his parents put in of him as a child. And the child has... His eyes are by the ear. His eyes are looking at his ears. One looking at one ear, one at the other. How do you do it? He definitely needed some muscle... You just put those glasses on help, with like a little, like a patch. Yes. Why? Why didn't they help him? Didn't they look at the eye and say, "Good God, the eye is going." That's an evil did eye. They, the eye's going all over the place. Did they think it was endearing? No. Or, or cute? No, because he looked evil. He looked well, evil. 
he like sure attracted Connie. So well, Connie, uh, his eyes worked. I don't know if they did. Her eyes didn't work. <laughs> anyway, we get two detectives that show up to the scene because the scene is like a shit show. Um, and the detectives were named David and Ryan, and they look like they look like FBI. Like if you cast detective or FBI, it would be these two bald yes and they looked very professional both bald yeah um media was coming they said cops were everywhere david and ryan when they arrived they got word that there was a deceased in the basement Mm -hmm. of the debate home and there had been a home invasion peggy or darlene i can't remember which friend actually had cops go through her house Mm -hmm. And she had to go sit in the shitter with her kids while they went and cleared her house to make sure that the cook hadn't come into her house. Because they were like, home intruder is in the area. Yeah. And he could have went into their house, which we actually had recently in our neighborhood. What? Remember? And it was... At the quick trip where that got some weird oh, yeah, guy yeah, on yeah. Jankum was in the mm-hmm. dumpster shitting. Yeah. And then the cops told him, hey, you can't be in the dumpster. And he threw shit at the cops. And then he ran with just pants on by Beth. By Beth's house. Old neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then went in and there was a mom or a dad and oh, their yeah, kids went there. Into their house. And so yeah. the ki- they had to leave. And this there was like a standoff yeah. for like five hours with this and shitty someone guy. Else's house. And he put shit all over their house. Ugh. Oh, so it happens. He shit in the toilet. I don't know. Well, he was Psycho. clearly crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, meantime, Peggy and Darlene are calling Connie over and over and over again and it keeps going to her voicemail like connie did you know the cops are at your house yes connie yeah they're just like you know this isn't good that she's not answering but they know nothing at this point so david and ryan the detectives i forget what their last they're both l and l something like that not Llewellyn. Not Llewellyn, but Llewellyn and Llewellyn. <laughs> um, they walk through the house, and of course, it's all Christmas shit up, Everywhere. which makes it even more horrifying. Sad. And then they show a family Disney photo. Of course, one eye is at Disneyland, not listening, and the family in the other eye is in Disney World, and they were like posed by like did that Mickey or something. And I just it did. I thought they were a Disney family. Even this is sad. Um, Rick, um, with his eyes, both eyes managed to make it into the kitchen. There is a photo. And with this photo, I just, I said, I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I laughed. I just said, this is, no, I'm out. If I was a police officer, I would have kicked him right in the balls as hard as I could and said, get up, you fucking dumbass and get into the cop car. You're arrested. I'm going to put a handcuff on the chair in your hand. This fucking dumbass. And the chair and your hand and we're gone. You can't even believe this photo. He is laying face down in his kitchen, like totally face down. As if he couldn't get up. Yes. His legs totally free, not yep. tied to shit. He has one hand zip tied to a folding metal chair that's just resting on his back. It's flat. It's not yes, even. It's not open. Like it's open. just flat. Yeah. One, only one hand is to it. The chair is just yep. free. The yep. other hand is totally free. Yep. And splayed above his head, you know, he's laying face down on the floor, 
and his cell phone is right there. Yeah. And he's acting like he's all just fainted. Like he couldn't, like he could barely, t- like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, sir, you realize you have one arm to the chair. The other arm is free. Every other free, limb the other is arm, free. The, all the other limbs are free. Stand up, you fucker. Anyway, the only blood you have yeah. on your body is dried blood that is well there was blood stains all over where he yeah. was um so we'll find out why that was but i i just would have been laughing and said fuck you sir he's injured but alive with this home invasion and curious like, oh my god yeah. let's send Good him to the you. hospital connie though the wife is found in the far corner of their basement in her workout clothes and her sneakers with two gunshot wounds dead. So how come the wife gets blasted to shit and the husband gets shit, barely shit ass tied to a shitty chair. He gets one arm tied to a folding chair and he's fine. That's weird. How a killer would go after the wife and shoot her down Mm -hmm. first. And then the man, they just Mm -hmm. really just don't, don't do jack shit. Super weird. It is weird. Mm. Um, Peggy and Darlene at this point here on a police scanner that there's a DOA at the house. And so they just go into hysterics wondering if it's one of the boys or Connie or or Rick. Please be cross-eyed. Yeah. Hopefully it's cross-eyed Rick. Please be cross-eyed. They find out from Rick's dad that it's Connie that died and so they're hysterical we see connie's brother keith and his wife donna keith looks like a keith um they were just a real lively couple weren't Um, they they were it looked like they liked to play cards (laughs) on one night a week they play cards scrabble or play some euchre and then they do their own individual crosswords Mm -hmm. every other day of the week Mm-hmm. I feel like euchre would be way too. You think too much, too lively? Too, yeah. They just play maybe goldfish. Goldfish. Okay. Um, they were also told by Rick's dad that it was a home invasion, and they're like in the morning, like what? And during the day, because this it like apparently it happened between nine a.m. and ten a.m. They're like, yeah. oh, okay. I mean that. Uh, okay. That's weird. Weird. Yeah. Um, we see Kim Phillips, one of Connie's very oldest and best friends. She got the news that her best friend was dead by a text message. Mm-hmm. Um, that's horrible. And she was still like, after all this time, crying, pretty upset still. Um, this is where we see Connie's childhood photos. Um, she had a pretty large family, a lot of yeah. older brothers. She was the baby. Yeah. And Connie, like I said, she looks cute as a button in all of them for friends and family. Uh, Connie, I guess, had met Rick over the summer at a party while she was home from college. Since Rick was Italian and Connie had a boner for Italian men, she fell for Rick, ignoring all of, I'm sure, red flags. Including the eyes. These eyes that... I just I can't. You can't understand the eyes. Not <laughs> only see the were eyes. they crossed, but they were they were crossed and wide, gigantic. Yeah. Oh, they too. took up his just whole like face. The biggest, widest eyeballs you've ever seen. Yeah, and like then a crossed. Sampaku, Yeah, uh, 
crossed eyed and lazy eye that would wander away and then come crossed and like then wander the emoji away. of the two eyes, yes. except the two eyes would be crossed. Not, right. Yeah. Looking in the same I mean, direction. Can you imagine looking at your husband and trying to be romantic and this dipshit's looking at you with cross eyed? I would be like, what the fuck? Come on. This is a joke, right? You look like a cross-eyed clown. What's going on, you dick? Just try to make your eyes look normal. Just try it. Come on. Try it. And you're trying to be... How can you be sexy with someone who's just staring at you with their eyes severely crossed? They look like a ding-dong. Yeah. Like, what? what's going on? What if his boner was all crooked? <laughs> Go went one way and then swerved back the other. Yes, he was no Conway Twitty. He was no Conway Twitty. God, he was just for sure. Um. So, anywho, we see Rick's parents, who again show the childhood photos of Rick. The eyes are still severely, severely fucked up. And they just, yeah, they talk about how they're proud of him, but they both look like ding-dongs themselves. Yeah, they're like, when he brought Connie home, she was the one. He was glowing. Well, yeah, fuck you. That's what I say to that. It didn't last. Five detectives were assigned to this case, and four looked pretty normal, and then one you were like, Uh, hello. They showed so the two bald guys yep. were David and Ryan, and then yes. they showed like the three. These were the, this was the counterparts to the three amigos or yes. the three musketeers yeah. of the ladies. These were the three cops, yeah, and they were like three dumb fucks, like three blind mice. Yes, but three little pigs. The one that had the greasy gray hair mullet. I felt at the end. I thought. I see what you did there. You knew the whole time. Mm-hmm. You just took your sweet ass time. So one was totally hideous. One was the hideous one. I felt was the only one who seemed to have somewhat of a clue what was going one on. One was semi good looking, and one had a horrendous, long haired comb back mullet. Yes, but that's the one I felt had a brain. You liked him. Yes, I he, felt like it was kind of. I felt like minute one, he knew what the scoop was in that murder. The minute he walked in that house, he it knew. was like a Michael Bolton. Oh, worse, yeah, but worse, but horrific. Yeah, um, horrific. His name was Jeff P.T. Tell me how Payette. am I supposed to live yeah. without you? The detectives rushed to the hospital because Rick and his like non-wounds were taken to the hospital while his wife was blown to shit in the basement. And then he was just talking away. Yeah, he was just the... the, See, it was mullet Michael Bolton that was even like, um, this bitch was totally coherent in talking and just fucking fine. And I feel like he knew minute one. Um, Is this when the first issue... Is this the first thing you're going to talk about? Who he says... The intruder was no this oh this wasn't no. even it didn't even make not, your top no, three okay. no not even at all okay. um rick again there's a photo from the hospital the eyes are so cross-eyed that one eyeball is trying to leap over into the other and the other is trying to leap into the other one how are the cops talking to this dick with these eyes so crossed 
and not just being like, what's sir? Sir, I, I, sir, what's going on? All of this is a mess, sir. Anyway, we see Rick's wounds. He shows his leg. He has two wounds on the leg. They are literally covered up with regular band-aids like normal a regular size. normal size band-aid you would not put on your even a triage no. band-aid no it's like when you go to the school nurse and, and you get a sh- shitty band-aid. you have a hangnail yeah and they give you a band-aid that's the band-aid two regular band-aids these two marks on his leg then in his shoulder he does have two stitches but it's like a little poke wound with two stitches it's supposed to be a stab wound um and then I wrote, why would he be stabbed when his wife was shot to shit with a gun? Wouldn't the guy have used the gun on him? Why is he all of a sudden stabbed? So he, that I'm concerned with at this point. He was thinking, a double weapon threat. Yeah. And then he says he has a wound at the back of his head, but I can't see shit. And it doesn't, it's kind of bloody behind his ear, but then they are, I couldn't see anything there, just blood. Um, again, Rick is wide awake and actually was interviewed for seven hours just fine from Um, his hospital yes what rick says happened because they're like uh they're saying eyeballs tell us what happened and he says well that morning i get the kids off to school you didn't your wife did but the kids go to fucking school on the bus he says he watched connie get ready for the gym are you some sort of jerking pervert as she's changing or what does this mean um, Rick then says he goes to work. Although was he in even work clothes? I don't even know when he was like faking in his stomach. I, he had like chinos or something. I think mm. I don't know. Rick, goodness, was ten minutes down the road and he realized he forgot his goddamn laptop. And he went, "Oh, ah, shit!" And at the same time, can you even figure this out? The same exact time this dick realizes he forgot his shitty laptop, his phone goes off. There's been an alert system about his security system, an alert on his phone. Your home security system went off. Trouble, trouble. So this dick then somehow, as he's still driving or turning around, sends an email to his boss. Yeah, work. Yeah. I'm going to be late. Are you sending an email as you're driving in the car? I don't understand why he, he said had that. Siri do it. He must have. All this is going on at the same time. Who who would have thought this could happen? He drives back to his house. He went inside and he said he heard a noise upstairs. Right away, he heard a noise upstairs. First off, he said he thought it was the cats because his cats like to hit shit around. Yep, that's true, oh, yeah, sir. Like, they do. so fucking annoying. So he thought the cats... We're hitting shit around, but he still he goes upstairs where he heard the noise and they have a walk in closet. And he said there was a camo dude looking around in the closet. He was a big guy, but he wore a mask. I couldn't see any kind of skin color. And his voice sounded like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. So he's a was big in his fucking yeah. house. He's describing Vin Diesel in camo and in tied his, one of his arms yeah. to a chair. So he said that he might have been holding a knife, but later in testimony, there wasn't a knife there. Um, But he says, the Vin Diesel says to Cross-Eyed Rick, I'm going to wait until your family gets home and hurt them if you don't give me what I want. And so he's like, 
okay. But right at that minute again, the timing, right when he says that, Connie gets home from the gym. He hears the garage open. She comes into the house and he yells, Connie, run! And so Connie, instead of going out the door that literally would be open because she just came into the house, Connie decides to run into the basement, basement to get one of their newly purchased guns, which we'll talk about, that somehow is in the basement. Rick says then the intruder somehow knocks him to the ground and then chases after Connie. Okay, that. Okay. That Rick staggers up because Vin Diesel pushed him down. So he had staggers sense. up for a while. Yeah. And he tries to catch up with the guy who's chasing Connie into the basement. But by the time he kind of runs down into the basement and turns the corner, he hears the gunshots and he sees Connie on the ground. Yeah. And then he says, the man attacked me again. But wouldn't he have a gun in his hand? Wouldn't he just turn around and shoot him in the dick? That's what I would do. I'd just be shoot him in the dick. But the guy drops the gun on the floor, I guess, um, and then decides to grab Rick, who must just be standing there like a dildo. Yeah. Ties him to the chair. So I guess he had to find the chair and pop it open while struggling with Rick and pushes him down onto the chair. Somehow found zip ties somewhere and zip tied one hand to the chair and then find found a box cutter somewhere and poked him with that box cutter twice in his leg and then in his boobs. Once in his boob. Right. Um, and then he said he found a blowtorch and hit him on the top. Cock! <laughs> like a cartoon bonk yes on the head like when the Why anvil falls turn the blowtorch on and burn the shit out of his dick like home alone like, why wouldn't you do that burn his eyeballs out that Take happens the blowtorch and melt those fucking eyes joe pesci yeah. and they burn like a monk you just conk head on his head you barely cut him with a box cutter you just go bink bink ooh, make barely ooh, a cut right. and then you bonk him on the head with a blowtorch instead of lighting up his butthole What's going on? Ridiculous. Well, the cops see the scene and there are blood droplets on the ground where he was cut with the box cutter, but they are just straight, lovely, straight drops and just big, fat, Mm -hmm. round droplets. And not once do you see a shoe print of any kind of struggle, because if he was struggling getting conked on the fucking head with a blowtorch, wouldn't there be... It wouldn't be smeared with shoes if he's struggling around in the chair. None of that. None of that at all. Think so? The yeah. box cutter, the blowtorch, everything is just laid very nicely in a, a corner, like the area where the blood was. Well, Connie's shot to shit in the corner and the gun's just laying there. I don't understand why he wouldn't use the gun. He would struggle and put this dick in a chair. None of it makes any fucking sense. So he... After the guy just runs off, Vin Diesel runs off, he fights to free himself and he gets a hand free. Now, his legs have not been tied up at all. So I don't know why the dick didn't just stand up and run with the chair attached to him. Well, yeah, it was that was hard. Um, so he said he fought so hard to get up the stairs, yeah. crawling up the stairs. Again, you um, just have a tiny, tiny cut, three mm-hmm. tiny cuts. Um there's no bloody footprints again so that seems weird he struggles up the stairs um screaming for help the whole time even though his legs are free he's crawling up the stairs you have you could just walk up there sir one eye- arm is tied to the chair 
Um, he calls nine one one and goes, I need help. And then just hangs up. I need help. Yeah. Hangs up. Um, again, if a woman detective was there instead of these five male detectives, she would have said, sir, done. You're arrested. Let's go. It's over. Solved. You're a fucking asshole. This is all right. a complete ridiculous sham of nonsense. This is the dumbest setup I've ever seen. Why in the hell was your wife shot to shit and then you have a tiny little poke on your leg? Right. What's going on? And you are tied with one hand to a fucking yeah. chair? A flat chair. What's going on, sir, that you think this is at all appropriate? <laughs> at least try to shoot yourself in the dick or something. Oh, I, I would have been like, we're done. We're done. This case mm-hmm. is solved. It's solved. I see this fucker on the floor. I know what happened. We're solved. And come to the end, you realize all of the cops did think this, but I guess you have to get some more evidence and wait for stuff to come in. They took their fucking sweet time. Yeah. Your the wife's head's blown apart, but the husband has not a not a scratch to be seen the next week, and he's getting he gets discharged the same day from the hospital with literal just band aids. Yeah, from with Target. two band aids. Yep. Right? Why? Why didn't you just say, "Come on now, we know you did this," and take him again? And keep, I don't know. I guess you. I don't know. They interviewed him for seven 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 hours. Rick does get a lawyer Christmas Eve, the very next day. Um, The two sons went to Rick's parents' house where Rick had to tell them that night that their mommy was dead on Christmas, which what you just want. I, 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 it's the worst. This person, this is cross-eyed Rick. You're the dumbest and the ugliest. (laughs) You are as dumb as you are ugly, which is severe. Yeah. You are as dumb as you are homely. Um, Evidence is being gathered at the house and it's a shit show. The window is open to the basement and the door, but there's not any blood. So you would have some blood on you. I think if you just murdered a woman and were stabbing someone with a box cutter, even if it was shittily stabbed outside Rick's wallet, once you know it is just laying nicely in the yard where I guess the guy was trying to rob them and stole his wallet, but dropped it. Yes. Nicely in the yard. Anything. He got nothing. He came for. Yeah. They find more that Connie was actually shot in the stomach and then the back of the head. So they think maybe she was shot in the back of the head first, fell, and then turned her over and shot her in mm-hmm. the stomach. Connie did have her cell phone on her and her Fitbit was still on her. Detectives grab those devices, her cell phone, her Fitbit, and all other electronics in the house and obviously mm-hmm. run clearances on them. Neighbors tell police as they're being interviewed by the police, you know, who would want Connie or Rick hurt. Um, neighbors were and like, this poor this guy is ridiculous. The neighbor's like, well, they were having some arguments with their contractor can. And then they show a picture of this Ken. Like a thousand times. A thousand times, even though he's totally innocent yep. of any of this shit. Ken Sweeney was their contractor. And the friends, the three, the, the fat cunts, friends said 
Well, they were worried he was going to break into their house. Well, the problem was Ken, they said Ken was lazy and not working. And they actually took him to small claims court. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken was saying he was finite, you know, trying to deal with the payments or something. They weren't paying enough or something. So it was like not as bad right. as they made it seem. But weeks before the murder, there were towels shoved into one of the mufflers of one of the debate's cars. Mm-hmm. Why would Ken come all the way to their house and do that shit? And one of the windshields were smashed. Right. So because the windshield was smashed and these towels were put in the mufflers, Rick said, we need to have a gun in this house, Connie. We need to have a gun to protect ourselves from the contractor that's coming after us. So right there, you know this fucker right. put the towels in himself right. and smashed the windshield right. so that he could convince Connie to get a gun who was scared because he was scaring the shit out of her, yep. saying that this poor bastard, Ken Sweeney, yep. was doing all this shit. And he was probably just trying to do his job. And Rick yep. was being a weird psycho trying to set him up. And that's why Ken was like, you guys are fuckers. I don't want to work here anymore. I don't know. So the police have to interview Ken and... Um, the all the neighborhood is like all oh, the Rick and Connie kept talking about the contractor all the time and how he had access to the house now he's a dick and he was going to come kill him and he's ruining their shit mm-hmm. detectives find that Ken Sweeney and again they're sh- they are showing his photo 1500 times was working in another house so he had an alibi um, he also was small, not real built, and did not have a voice like Vin Diesel. So it could not have no, been him, yeah. according even to Rick. Who does have a voice like Vin Diesel? Come on. I can't even do it. No. Um, so there is a wake for Connie in late December, and it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of guests because she was very well loved. Rick, though, who could have guessed is acting like a super weird douche. Um, in fact, Peggy and Darlene, who has have been in his house for years all the time, go through the line, which mm-hmm. and say and Rick asks them who the fuck they are and how they know his wife. And they're like, bitch, we're your neighbors and we're in your house all the time. This was bizarre. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck was wrong with him? You know who we are. It's like he pre- was having amnesia. Well, I think he was just not even paying any fucking attention because he didn't give two shits. But he was faking it. Yeah, like, just saying to every person. knew they'd lived across the street well, from yeah. him for a hundred years. But I think he was just going through the motions and didn't care about any of this. Who are you again? And Peggy and Darlie think he's a weird asshole and they're, say, they're like, we're your neighbor's dick. They and kept then, singing, we're the three aha amigos. And they both say, we noticed his face and his uh, every, he had no fucking marks on his face. If he was supposed to be beaten up by this Vin Diesel, and he had no And the blowtorch, where yes. is the burn? Yeah, if you got like a big blowtorch conk on your head, there's nothing, no marks on him at all. And they thought, oh my God, okay, that's weird. At the funeral, he's acting like a strange dick again. And they're not even sure he even went to the grave. And he left the reception early with his buddies. And just was out of there acting. Mm -hmm. And everyone noticed he was acting weird. And pretty much at that point, then the whole neighborhood was like, the fucker killed her. And the whole neighborhood thought he did it. Um, Then there's a special Christmas after the funeral at Rick's family, where Connie's family, the lively uh, Keith 
and his wife um, were invited <laughs> and they were like, Rick was just joking and having fun and partying and everyone else was like devastated because Connie had just been dead for like two weeks. Like Connie's dead. The boys don't have a mom. Yeah. And he's like, this is horrible. And he's just being, yeah. And he's being a party animal. Mm-hmm. Dickweed. And so now they're like, holy shit. Like he did it. And oh my God. Um, Rick would also be weird to the neighbors, Peggy and Darlene and text them weirdly inappropriately. Like, neighbor Reno's where do we get takeout and they were like what are you talking about and then why don't you know how to feed your children like you've lived here mm-hmm. why don't you know anything like you asshole and then when they would and see him in like, public I'm the dad yeah. and they were like oh we know oh now. right yeah mm-hmm. you don't do shit you're right, you're right. We, so we you wouldn't know now. where anything is yeah. um, when Peggy and Darlene would see Rick in public he would like just take off and hide and they're like how weird we were your wife's best friend and your wife was murdered wouldn't you want to talk to us at all like i'm sure they'd had a thousand beers in the driveway and yes why yeah and he was just he would go hide so the town gossip totally goes right to rick is the murderer rick is the murderer and they're trying to you know they're telling the police all this rick meanwhile is hanging out with his buddies at bars partying having people over having his friends over like shortly right after the murder um peggy and darlene said they really really wanted to believe that he didn't kill her because he kind of doted on connie when she was alive and he would always say take her away girls take her away and have a fun time well he wanted her out of the house of course he did my god um they thought they you know they were a great couple well they weren't those great couples who always act like that they're the ones that have the murders and the shit the ones who hate each other outwardly that stay together forever of course detectives are thinking about rick's weird ass hospital interview that took seven hours and mullet gray mullet even said it was a red flag interview the whole time rick was literally giving different answers he said to questions that shouldn't ever have different answers like he said, did you see your wife get shot? Rick had three different answers at three different times. The first one was he heard her get shot twice. Then like an hour later, he tells a story where, yes, he saw her get shot. And then the third time, another hour later, he was, he says, I don't even know if she was even shot or not. I don't know. I didn't see it or hear it. So then the next like, question was, is your dick unusually small? And then he was like, no, yes maybe three different answers for that question and we all know it's yes and of course it is he can't see it though because his eyes Eyes are are looking at his nose all the time oops um his story was fucked and the cops also said sometimes he would be overly descriptive which is usually a sign when people are lying because they're trying to convince you of something um so there and his timeline was a huge red flag so rick said he got home at 9 a.m. and Connie gets home from the gym at 9.05. He screams at her to run to the basement. She runs to the basement. She's shot within like a couple minutes and everything happens. But then the 911 call is at 10.19. So what happened in that whole hour between when he said the murder the, the murder happened and then when he actually called 911 mm-hmm. and he has no 
story for any of it. I mean, no, you can't tell them anything. Um, of course, Rick's parents are making excuses for Rick. And they say, in the hospital, Rick said to me, this is his dad. Dad, they think I did it. So the, the cops thought right away that he did it. And Rick's dad said, the police just only concentrated on Rick. Well, my God, sir, did you see the crime scene pictures? Did you see what your dumbass son did? Maybe if he had a fixed, his, fixed his goddamn eye, he would have had a different <laughs> kind of life. This is on you, dad. On you. And your goddamn wife. He tied one hand to a folding chair. Because he couldn't even see the other hand because the other eye was way <laughs> off in Alaska. This is your fault. Anyhow, as unbelievable as that is and as fucked up as that story was and for anyone to believe his story had to be a goddamn idiot, a year goes by where nothing happens. Mm -hmm. A year goes by where nothing happens. Mm -hmm. At the year anniversary, Connie's friends throw her like a special memorial. They sing her favorite songs. They have pictures up of her. Um, and they say, oh, we all knew Rick did it at this point. We're just waiting for him to be arrested. Everyone knew Rick did it. We're still just waiting for him to be arrested. Um, the day of the crime, we have Trooper Ryan Klukey. And I wrote, I want to see his clinky. <laughs> <laughs> and I want a Klukey in his crotchy. He was very handsome. Well, and I want his kooky crotchy. I, I have to tell you and play hooky with his kooky. <laughs> That's what I want. Ryan kooky, I will sexually harass you from here to Kingdom Come. You and the kind doctor, Dr. LaPointe and Klukey. Who was the other one that you wanted to That old southern harass? guy? Oh, yeah. He um. was not cute. And on top of it, Hooky with the Klukey has yep. a canine dog named Rocky, mm-hmm. a Klukey German Shepherd. Rocky. So handsome Klukey, um, where they didn't quite show his front bulge enough. I want to write a strongly worded letter you, to Dateline. <laughs> you should. Used Rocky, obviously, to find mm-hmm. a scent. And so they go to the wallet in the grass and they tell Rocky, you know, follow the scent. Rocky goes to the basement door, um, then tracks to the wallet and then tracks back to the deck mm-hmm. and then tracks around the house and then right into the fucking front house and then right to Rick. <laughs> He's being helped by the police. He tracks right to Rick. And so sexy, kooky. Um, says, hmm, you know, I'm going to try it again. Let's try it again, Rocky. Let's go outside and try it again. So the track again, Rocky does the same thing, tracks from the basement door to the wallet, to the deck, to the front of the house. But then this time he doesn't go into the house. He goes right into the fucking ambulance where Rick is and points right to Rick. And, and like, so sexy Klukey with the front bulge says, um, yeah, that's Rick. I think it's this guy. It's the husband. The mm-hmm. dog is tracking to him. Um, and so he tells the other cops, like, yeah, I went to him twice. And the other cops are like, yeah, we know he did it. He's a fucking moron. Um, but still, th- a year went by. I think they're just 
lining up all the evidence they had. Um, because it was said to be a break-in, a burglary, an intruder, and nothing was stolen, nothing was even disturbed, um, police are like, that doesn't seem like that was mm-hmm. the case. It just seemed like it was a beeline to shooting the wife. Um, and then again, they're like, so obviously it was Rick. April 14th, 2007. So Darlene or Peggy, whoever it is, is looking out their window just like the first time and sees all these goddamn cops Mm -hmm. surround the debate house again. And she's like, good God, what's happening? This is a year and a half after Connie's death. And then she sees Rick get arrested. So the friends are very excited that he's finally arrested. The boys went to Connie's older sister to live um, and Rick's parents then are shown and they're crying and they're like, Rick lost his job. He lost his boys. Mm-hmm. He lost his wife. He's scared in jail and he's alone. Well, maybe he shouldn't have killed his wife. Maybe. And if you would have corrected his vision, none of this would have happened. Guarantee. <laughs> now, why in the hell would he want to kill his lovely beautiful friendly outgoing much loved wife of course let me guess of course you know why we all know why she was a huge bitch no no that wasn't it at all no police discover well actually rick tells them in his seven hour hospital interview that he's been having a long term affair and the bitch is pregnant Mm. she got pregnant in may 2015 and Connie was killed in December 2015. Now, can you please tell us yes. what that whore's name is? This filthy whore. This dirty filth whore um, that had been sleeping with Rick, a married cross-eyed... <laughs> and got pregnant by a married cross-eyed again how do you look into the eyes at an intimate moment and you see two severely cross-eyed i mean like the eyes are in the center at the nose this was number two they must have been hypnotizing i don't i know i don't know this bitch's name and this is reason number one that i had to do this episode this bitch's name was sarah ganser my name is Sarah Ganser. Was this Nelson. bitch you? I am so embarrassed. Did that you get what knocked up this in 2015? Sarah Ganser. So my maiden name is Ganser. I was Correct. Sarah Ganser yep. for forever. Yeah. And I've never once in a book, a movie, in li- real life seen or heard another Sarah Ganser until this fucking dateline. I blew my butthole no, off. Crazy. It was Tiffany or yeah, Nut, Nut Bar. Bar and Tiffany were like, were like oh, Sarah Ganser! I'm they never show Sarah Ganser's face. What they if never people do. watched it and thought it was me? I don't know. She was what like, What if they're like, is Sarah Ganser the dumb bitch that got pregnant by this cross-eyed freak? Right. They, uh, it, could, they could be her face is nowhere. Well it could you. be there is no other Sarah Ganser on this planet, and then Sarah Ganser is this cross-eyed freak's mistress. No, and they never they're just like, she was pregnant, but she said it's no big deal. This, and that was the bitch it. was dumb. And that was it. They said Sarah Ganser 400 times. I never just said the, the, the 
woman. They said Sarah Ganser and then Sarah Ganser and Sarah Ganser. They didn't just say Sarah. They once said Miss Ganser. There's Sarah Ganser. Mm -hmm. Sarah Ganser. Can you imagine hearing your name? I mean, uh, now Sarah Nelson. I'm probably going to hear a lot of those, but I haven't yet. Isn't Um, there another one in our school? Well, there was for a while. I emailed her foul Yes, because she would I get all my you. emails. Yeah, and very like, inappropriate. God damn it! Emails I'm not constantly. Sarah Nelson. Um, so Sarah Ganser was Rick's junior high friend, and I'm still so embarrassed that it was not me. This is not me. <laughs> um, she and Rick were junior high besties. In fact, she did a reading yes! at Rick and Connie's wedding. So she's just like the bestie that, you know, hung around and I get that. Whatever, that's fine. She read like Corinthians. Love is patient. Probably. Love is kind. She didn't read like We're gonna fuck like rabbits. Yeah. And I'm gonna blow your mind. So Rick tells the police. That was pretty good. Did you just make that up? I did. That was good. It's not actually a Bible verse. I don't think it was, but it could have been. (laughs) Um, Rick, during his hospital interview, pulls this, which is like the plot of the movie The Big Chill. Um, If you've seen with Kevin Uh Kline and what's her name? Uh, Meg Tilly. And... uh, What's her name from Fatal Attraction? Glenn Close. Yes, Glenn Close. And Joe... Kevin Costner was supposed to be in it, but he got cut. Wasn't he the corpse? Yes. Um, Anyhow, Rick tells police that Sarah Ganser wanted to have a baby. And Connie was all for Rick donating his sperm to Connie. But for some reason, that didn't work. His sperm, donating his sperm didn't work and so he had to mm-hmm. connie's blood with connie's blessing he had to pork her for real mm. to get her pregnant and it worked and after it two worked. years of fucking and um the police say is this true um connie was aware that you were porking sarah for her to get pregnant and rick is like um well, and they're like, or was Sarah's pregnancy very unexpected and you were having a long-term affair? And he goes, it was unexpected. We were having an affair. So he admits to it after he this did. horrible yeah. lie. He admits that, no, I was having an affair. It was right. very unexpected. Um, her friends, then, when they heard of the affair and are asked by the police if Connie knew, they're like, hell no. Right. If she knew, first of all, she would have told us immediately. She would have run yeah. over to their house and said, good God, what in... I mean, been devastated and told them. And then she would have taken her kids and been like, suck it, Mm -hmm. cross-eyed boob. Mm -hmm. And gotten out of there. And her friend said there was no, if she would have known, she would not have accepted this at all. He had a pregnant mistress. Named Sarah. His name's Sarah Ganser. Ganser. So Sarah Ganser and Rick um, were having this affair. Rick said to the police that he was worried about the bad look of divorce and what would his friends and family say if they knew that he was divorced well what would they do if they knew you knocked up sarah ganser they probably would think worse than just a divorce maybe mm-hmm. um so the like we said the day after the murder rick hired this very expensive defense attorney that ends up dying before the trial because he was 100 years old um, but anyway, his trial is delayed for three years, but then COVID hits 
and it's delayed two more years. So mm. he doesn't go on trial until April 2022. And this whole time, he's just free on bail. So he's living his life and not paying for shit, yeah. you know, having any consequences. The state police have the evidence of the poorly, the piss poor staged crime scene that even fucking Caillou, who is the dumbest bitch on earth, Caillou could have come up with a better crime scene. The canine <laughs> tracking with sexy crotch canine owner right back to Rick twice. Um, the fact that his timeline is fucked. He said everything happened about nine o'clock, but then the 911 is 1019. Uh-huh. And of course, Sarah Ganser. So Sarah Ganser testifies she's called she's a very reluctant witness probably one because yeah, she's mortified she doesn't want to she doesn't want to tell her this Mm-mm. story at all because she probably does feel like an asshole and they said when sierra ganser walked into the courtroom you could hear a pin drop because everyone wants to hear yeah, what this dumb bitch is gonna say exactly she just says yeah i got pregnant with rick we were having an affair and she did say rick did say he was gonna get a divorce but Sarah says, I never asked him for a divorce, but I would tell him she then threw in there that she said she was going to end things with him if he didn't get a divorce. Well, that's the same thing, bitch, as threatening that you're going to yeah. leave him if he doesn't yep. get a divorce. They have all sorts of evidence from the computers of tons of text messages, Facebook that are sexy and intimate. Rick was trashing Connie the whole time, saying that she's a dumb, fat bitch. Um and then Sarah cries. <laughs> I didn't want to be the cause of the breakup of their family. Well, then maybe you shouldn't have had your vag all over his cross-eyed right. dick. <laughs> did you not think that that might cause a breakup? Why did you take your boobs out around him? Don't do that then. Couldn't have his eyes been a boner killer alone? Mm-mm. I mean, talk about boner destroyer are those cross eyes staring at you she you still had an affair with him but you didn't want to break up his family shut up bitch sarah ganser (laughs) it's it's not you so this dumbass sarah ganser that was not me her testimony really doesn't do shit because everyone knows she's just a dumb bitch um, but the silent witness, this is my second reason, was the Fitbit. Oh. Because I also have a Fitbit. Fit and I have seen several murders now solved by the Fitbit. And it makes me happy, happy that I've decided to go with Fitbit and not Apple Watch. Although I just saw that there is a dateline where Apple Watch solved the crime. Well, but that, I enjoy that's what I have. the Fitbit more because be I only like hope. the Fitbit app as well. I feel it's far more user friendly than whatever it seems like the Apple Watch. But then again, I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't know shit. But I do like my Fitbit. And so I'm glad that I wear it all the time. My murder will be solved. Well, I'll fucking solve it. Um. So Connie was on her phone in the morning texting her friends her fitbit was on the whole time that recorded all of her steps and movements in time as well she leaves she goes to the y there's a video at her 
at the Y. Her then ex- she's super lucky because her class gets canceled. And she's like, thank God. And I don't I know. have to work out. And she just turns right she around. Turned, that bitch didn't go on any machines. No. She turned and went it home. It counted for her time yep. at the gym. She she's going to get her insurance. She had the best. Rebate. Oh, She God. had the best day until she didn't. Until she died. Yeah. <laughs> at 920 she gets home not at 905 like this dick cross-eyed rick said to the police she actually at home then at after 920 goes on facebook so they have her on the computer fitbit's recording her walking all over the house um rick again tells the police that connie was dead around 905 but connie is still moving according to her fitbit at 10 a.m uh the devices also like his phone and everything show that Rick never even left his property. He never got in his car. Right. He never drove. He never was texting from his phone or emailing from his phone at where he was to his boss. He stayed home and it even said that they were home together, like from nine to 10 together, like walking around. Mm-hmm. He then lures her to the basement around 10 and just shoots her right away and then stages the stupid scene, cuts himself quickly with the box cutter, runs upstairs, and lays on the floor like a dumb asshole and calls 911. I need help. help um, please. The defense says there were places where there were unidentified DNA. Well, it could have been her fucking friends. Did they test her kids? I mean, who knows who they tested or who they didn't. Um, but the Think pla- of all the DNA. Like, my DNA is all over your house. Right. And the poor Ken Sweeney, his DNA was yeah. all over. I mean, did they even test that? Who? What did they test and what didn't they? Because it yeah. could have been any installer or right. whatever. Or just a mix-up. I mean, come on. Um Rick testifies, which only a dumbass would do. He tells his shit story, and the, but there are changes from 2015 where he said, instead of having a knife, the Vin Diesel in the closet just twisted his hand and he fell to the ground. Come on. get Twist your hand and you fall to the ground. Come on. Um, and then how did the intruder know where the gun was so that means connie must have ran and got the gun out and there was a struggle for the gun i don't if she would have had the gun out and he was behind she would have just shot him first right if she had the gun in her hands first i don't i mean i don't know and then why didn't he if he had the gun and just shot someone you'd just shoot the guy behind you and run out um this time he says after he had to turn around and go home because he forgot his laptop, he decided he was just going to veg out for a bit. But forgetting that he said he had the alarm go off on his phone that his house was being broken into, he doesn't say any of that. And so he gets reminded, like, remember you said you were hurrying home because you thought your security system was open? He was like, oh, um, yeah. And so the prosecutor goes and does his thing and he just presses Rick on all these inconsistencies and just pretty much tears him apart. He gets Rick to admit that he was actually home for 30 minutes with her before the shooting Mm -hmm. instead of like he never saw her and she ran downstairs. So he totally changes his story. Um, The prosecutor just makes him sound like this dumb horseshit liar. The jury takes even less than a day, which is huge for a murder case. I mean, they just were really quick they, they came back fucking around guilty 
And this took six and a half years for him to be guilty, but guilty. They knew, they knew minute one. They just wanted their sandwich and then they came back. <laughs> he got 65 years. That's pretty good. But of course, Rick's parents were still like, we believe him, of course, because he said so. Well, I know it, hurt. it sucks when your kid does this horrible shit, but who else would have done it? Of course he did it. Come on. And I know it's hard, but tell him you don't kill your wife, son, and then you don't end up in prison. I don't he know. did it. Of course he did it. I mean, and horrible, horrible staged crimes. And I mean, watch Dateline or something once tied in a while. Himself to a folding chair that weighed one pound with his legs free. It was ridiculous, and that should have been. And his wounds were a literal band aid. Yeah, th- there should have been no At discussion. Least... Six and a half years. I know when he tied one hand to a one pound folding chair they weren't even the heavy ones that are like at church it was no, literally this is like he, a plastic is, one that, that no, weighed idiot. one pound idiot this is ridiculous i also have to say something it might be controversial but at one point andrea was walking andrea canning was walking and interviewing someone and her dress it was keith i already know what you're saying was inappropriate i felt it. I felt there could have been a breeze and a crotch would have been shown. right up. It was short. It was and not. There, it was a V-neck, and there were some tits. Tits could have fallen out too. It looked like a like a chiffon dress that you would buy at Deb, and that you would put on your Barbie. Yes, I am not a. I I wasn't a fan of that. She wore some other really great, like fabulous. She had clothes. a cute yeah. collar and like sweater awesome andrea yeah. your lipstick looked pretty she seemed to be really like emotional when people were talking about things like she really cared but that was no dateline investigative journalist outfit it just wasn't well you know what i'll die on that hill she's skinny she's got some legs she's got some tits Give Keith a thrill. It's both Keiths, Dathlin <laughs> Keith and Keith brother. Keith just wanted a thrill. Keith had a totally appropriate wife, and that's fine. He didn't need Andrea. He wanted to see Andrea's Barbie doll dress. He didn't need it. Crotch, just like I wanted to see. It's Klukey's inappropriate, crotch. just like Sarah Ganser was inappropriate. If Klukey would have bent over. I would have Is stuck Klukey my finger the right one in who there. Looks like a baby boy. No, he was with the dog. I don't know. He was with the dog. He was handsome. I thought. Who looks like the baby boy? That was the lawyer. Oh yes, the defense lawyer yeah. looked like a Dennis the Menace. Yes, he was like, "Hi." Hey, no, I that wasn't too... Klukey. Oh, okay. He was all handsome. I don't know which one is Klukey. Well, I know which one was not handsome, and that there were was many other. Rick. That was everybody else. Yeah. All right. Well, aye, that's aye, our story. Aye. You got to see these eyes. You're going to die. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, come on. How he went through life and he didn't say, can someone help me? How he went through life and got too cute. Well, we don't know about Sarah Ganser. No. She could have been hideous, but. His wife was a his wife catch. Was cute. She was a 10. She he was got, the cute. Oh. He got chicks with a cross eye. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, those eyes, there's that someone was for the everyone. worst I'd ever seen. Sometimes there's two. Yeah. 
Sarah All Dancer. Right. It wasn't me. It wasn't you. Uh, All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Uh, rate us, subscribe. Yes. Tell your Thank friends, you please. For the amazing reviews. We love them all. Join our podcast group. Okay, we love you. Bye.